You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top. What up, what up, man, The Real Coach JB here on this fine Thursday, the 15th of April, 2021. As some of you may have heard, man, my uh, legal battle is now over in Kansas. I was vindicated. Um, you know, never came out publicly about it too much. I never talked about it. Uh, played hush hush and uh, let let the legal system do its job. And I had two great attorneys, actually three, plus an agent, plus. Uh, who's an, also an attorney. So great advice, man. And, uh, you know, I posted a tweet and an Instagram post about perseverance because at the end of the day, perseverance is, uh, is key. A lot of us don't have the opportunity. A lot of cats I grew up with don't have the opportunity to, persevere they have to do things to accelerate the process because they don't have the luxuries i had to earn those luxuries and create those luxuries with the platform that i was given from a show and i end up hustling turning those things into opportunities which allowed me to get a little coin in my pocket to fight this thing or i could have been fucked and in, in 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 a worse situation than I was. And uh, bottom line is, you know, a lot of fucking innocent people don't get the chance to earn vindication because they can't afford to and they have to accept things that are given to them by authority figures, pleas or programs. And, 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 and sometimes you have to take them. And uh, it's unfortunate. Um, I, I can't get into my deal too much, um, but all I know is it's over, it's done, it's been dropped, I'm clear and free, and I just wish that a lot of other people that have this situation get the opportunity to prove their innocence like I did. So, uh, my stepdad passed away, man, uh, married to my mother for 28 years, man, since my senior year in high school. I met him at one of my games he showed up to with her, I guess, one of their dates and uh, one of my high school senior games. Um, I'm probably, I probably balled out. I mean, let's be real. So anyway, I'm just fucking with you, but I think I did. And uh, I met him there, named Jerry. Great dude, man. Treated my mom like a queen. And uh, he succumbed to uh, cancer, man, got him, and then he ended up having that renal failure and a sudden heart attack unexpectedly, man. And my mom was a, been a doctor in medical field her whole life, so she kind of knew. It's fucked up. He left his wedding ring at home. My mom had texted him, why did you do that? And he never responded, man, and, and he passed uh, shortly thereafter. He left it at home because he knew, I think, man. Um Wanted that to be with her. So bittersweet, man. You know, he passes away the same day that I'm vindicated. 
And uh, it's funny how the, this world works and how God works. And, and uh, you know, I just hope more people can persevere and, 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 uh, and fight the good fight. And, and, and uh, understand, man, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So let's get to it, man. Uh, pick up your pace here. Quote of the day, man, on this great Thursday, the 15th of April, 2021, which will go down in my history as being a great day to have a great fucking day, right? Don't be discouraged. It's often the last key in the bunch that opens the lock. Do not be discouraged, man. It's also, it's often the last key in the fucking bunch that opens the lock. How many of you guys ever had the first key open the lock? Let's be honest. You got to go through your keys and you're in a rush and you're trying to get shit. And the last fucking key is what opens it up. Have perseverance. Don't be discouraged. Have some tough skin. Create tough skin. Because uh, weak-minded people, man, and individuals give up quick, man, and accept the first thing thrown at them. Can't do it, man. Got to have a poker face at all times. Got to call them, man. Um, call their bluff. You know what I mean? And uh, I just wish more people would do it and, and or have the opportunity to do it. A lot of us that I grew up with, a lot of my folks don't have it, didn't have the opportunity and get fucked by the system. So, you know, I'm not, there's two parts of this thing. You know, I, I believe in my lie, in my heart that I earned the right to fight this type of thing. I went out and hustled and turned over rocks and figured out a way out. I didn't blame nobody. I didn't suck my teeth. I didn't point fingers. I knew what it was. I knew that it was out to fuck me. But you know what? You got to have big shoulders, broad shoulders, accept what it is. And just understand, man, that uh, the only day everyone loves you is when they're looking down in the grave at you. Just remember that. It's the only day. And, uh, you know, you'll be very surprised, man. Uh, not that you're being stabbed in the back, but but what will shock you is when you turn around, who's stabbing you in the back? That's the shocker. Let me say it again. I'm not surprised on who that I'm being stabbed in the back. I'm surprised to turn around and see who it is. And I'm actually not surprised growing up where I grew up and knowing what I know. Um, but at the same time, man, you know, You got to be able to persevere in this world of hiccups and bumps and, and bruises and no, 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 no's. Remember, it only takes one yes. Only takes one yes. But you have to persevere to earn that one yes. And, uh, you know, my dad used to tell me, man, a man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. We all are going to face defeats. We're going to get defeated here and there. But I'd be damned if I'm ever defeated uh, when the game's over or the fight's over or, or, or the battle's over. 
you know, you're only finished when you quit. So, you know, I've, man, I'll trust me, man. I, I was tested and, uh, you know, and I just kept saying, man, I'd be fucking damned if I quit. Pops didn't raise no quitter. So, and you know, I can't go out like Willie Lump Lump, man. That's just where I'm from, man. That's my, that's our saying in the hood. You ain't going out like Willie Lump Lump and don't, and you know, slippers don't count where we're from. And that's just real. And real recognizes real, man. So, but don't be discouraged. It's often the last key in the bunch that opens a lock. Just remember that, man. And, uh, hey, keep fumbling through the keys. Keep going through them. And, um, keep fighting, man. Keep fighting the good fight, man. And eventually, man, all you can do is be optimistic and, and, and understand the sun is still going to shine tomorrow. But you got to keep fighting, um, hopefully, to see it. Even if you don't get to see it tomorrow, just know it's there. And the opportunity to see it is also there. You got to figure the fucking shit out to figure it out how to see that motherfucking sunshine again. Anyway, that's my rant, man. Let me pay the bills. This episode of Slapdick Podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Go check them out. Like I said, uh, won a little decent amount of money the other day. And, uh, Waiting on my fucking check. But hey, man, it is what it is. I don't know what's next. I just had to get that obstacle out of my way. And now that we got that done, I want to thank everybody that had my back and supported me through thick and thin. And, uh, man, there's casualties of war, man. Let me tell you, there, there's there's casualties of war. And, you know, we've, shit, since, since I was charged with this shit, you know, I face some dark, dark times, but it is what it is, and it, it, it ain't always that bad. Somebody has it worse. Kobe died during this time. My stepdad just died during this time. Fucking how many people have passed? Chadwick Bozeman's of the world and fucking... Tommy Lasorda's and Lute Olson's and shit, man. John Thompson's and if you're a sports figure, uh, sports head, you know. And multiple, there's a ton of actors and actresses and just people that you grew up watching. Casualties of war have occurred during the time that I was facing my personal battle. Life don't stop because you're facing some adversity. You have to have self-perseverance in this thing. And I hope you guys out there, coaches, mentors, teachers, listening, understand. I hope you're teaching your youngsters that. Because far too often now, we're fucking quitting, man. Um, and we expect the first key in the bunch to open the lock. But it's the last key in the bunch that opens the lock. 
So quit being discouraged. Keep fighting a good fight. And during that fight, you have to find a, ends, a means to an end. You have to find a means to an end during the fight. And at the same time, you can't get discouraged. If it was easy, everybody would fucking have the winning lotto numbers, man. This thing ain't supposed to be easy. It's just not easy. Yeah, it comes to people easy on certain things. That's why the name of this show is called White Collar Crime. The, the title of this show is called White Collar Crime because it does come easy to certain people. And certain people can get over on other folks and uh, a lot easier than, 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 than people I grew up with can. And white collar crime is a real thing. And, and I want to let everyone know out there that it is not a red and blue thing. And that means bloods and crips. That means Republicans and Democrats. It's never been. It's, that means black and white. Black and white segregation and separation and disagreements and racist racism. I believe even sexism is involved in this, what I'm about to say. It started at white and blue. Now, let me just explain something. White and blue collar created red and blue beef, created black and white beef. White collar crime has been allowed in this country as long as this country's been in existence. And that is separated the poverty line. It's created a poverty line where they wanted it and they stuck it there and it stayed there and it's still there. Real estate, the biggest fucking, the Biggest white collar criminals in the world, in my opinion, are fucking realist realtors. The moguls, not the actual guy selling your house. He may be clueless, but the moguls in the business that started it, they know where they're putting brothers and Hispanics and Latinos and people of color and women and women of color and certain people. They know where they're putting them. You think it's just ironic that you know, Compton was once the Beverly Hills of Los Angeles. If you knew who grew up in Compton, you would shit. Marilyn Monroe, Kevin Costner. I can name you James Coburn, great actor, great Western actor. Pete Rozelle the NFL commissioner who made the NFL what it is to this day, Duke Snyder, the Dodger great. These are white folks, by the way. Compton was all white, cow farm, when my dad grew up there. Go watch them on Amazon. I knew exactly that story. I know exactly about that story. Some brother, a brother and his wife and the kids moved in after getting uh, fucked with, basically, in North Carolina. Drove up to Compton. Compton at the time was still white. Riots didn't come out in Watts till 65. So it was, 
there was a lot of shit to deal with, right? And Compton was all white. And they made the show, obviously, show that, you know, how bad it was for them folks in just a 10-day period. But go watch them on Amazon. Um, anyway, white-collar crime has, in my opinion, created racism between blacks and whites, created Red and blue as far as how separated Democrats and Republicans are. Now, it's more than it's ever been in my life right now. After the Trump debacle, I believe that he was just so one-sided and didn't really care about the country. He cared about his color of the Republican Party, and it was very evident. Um, never, I never heard him address the country. I always heard him address the Republicans, which was crazy to me. But... And I don't care. I'm not talk, trying to get into politics here. What I'm saying is, that's just the truth. You can't tell me otherwise. The motherfucker only addressed the Republicans. Every time he comes, go look at all his back fucking history uh, uh, addressing. When he addresses it, the country, it was Republicans this, Republicans that, this, this, and this. And white-collar crime, this isn't, dude, let's just talk about Trump. I'm not even talking about him at, on the show, but... I didn't have the intention to talk about him, but there's a guy that never had to turn in his taxes who's gotten over and over and over and over on folks. And guess what? He started in the real estate business. His dad gave him real estate money. And look what he's done. Look how fucking much white collar crime has gone on in the time that you've really found out who this guy is. Bernie Madoff dies in jail. They say he was in the Beverly Hills of jails, eating lobsters, steaks, etc. A jailer came out and said he would serve him those things and getting side money, getting paid like a motherfucker in jail. That's white-collar crime, my friends. Just so you know, he's privileged as a motherfucker and had the money to do these things put away somewhere from committing white collar crimes. And the show is white collar crime, man. That's the name of the show because frontline workers, man, who are all blue collar people, mechanics, grocery store workers, police, Firemen, although there's police department people taking on the take probably that are fucking taking money to become white collar criminals, but it's a blue collar job, right? Mechanics, hands on, dirty, grease under your nails. My dad was a mechanic and diesel mechanic and truck driver his whole life. You know, I grew up with NWA, man. You know, we used to. The saying was, we steal from the rich and hang with the poor. We didn't literally steal from the rich, but that was easy, NWA. And we used to say that, and it was, uh, it was figurative. It was like, eh, we don't want to be around you motherfuckers. Because, you know, your shit don't stink. You, you literally talk it and you walk it, 
and you think it. You literally think that way. And, uh, you know, white-collar crime and white-collar people have, in my opinion, fucked this thing up. Not red and blue. Not brown and black. Not white and black. It's white and blue collar is what separated this motherfucker. And I'm just going to be honest. You know, we got far too many fucking white collar criminals out here who get far too much leeway and leash that 99% of us don't get. And, you know, it leads me into my next little segue here. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, KD, you got all these guys. You go out and sign LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. I told you that shit wasn't going to work. LaMarcus Aldridge retires today. Uh, Heart issue, I guess. I didn't know about it. But... This thing looks like it's about to implode, like I've been saying. I told you guys, anybody wants to hit me up, we'll bet a, I'll bet $1,000, and I'll take the field if you want to take Brooklyn. Nuts and guts matter. Perseverance matters. Not one of those guys on that team has perseverance. They fucked up by getting rid of Dinwiddie, Allen, Lavert. The Brooklyn Nets had a squad. All they needed to do was get KD back and Kyrie. That team would have been much better than this team. I'm just telling you. That team could have been a Chicago Bull-esque team. Meaning you have your two alphas and you got a bunch of fucking great dudes, great Pippins, and or Lamar Odoms, or whoever you want to say as that second role, Batman Robin type of guy. This team has a bunch of guys who could never win on their own, needed other superstars, but they're soft and have no perseverance and want instant gratification. And how many days off can you take before you get fired? But that's white-collar crime. Because the blue-collar workers, the frontline workers, the ones at Walmart, at the grocery stores serving us during a pandemic of all things, that's what pisses me off more. These cats are serving us to feed our families, ourselves, our toilet paper. You couldn't buy it if these fucking people weren't working. They're making what? From minimum wage to possibly 20 bucks an hour at the high end if they're a manager. That's high end. Risking your fucking ass coughing on them and being sick. And they don't know if you fucking got COVID or what have you. They're in there risking it every day. But if they called in as many times as Kyrie fucking Irving has. Or as James Harden has. Or KD has. They would be fired. When does Kyrie, KD, Harden get fired? See, that won't happen. They don't get fired 
when you make this million dollars. See, the blue-collar guys will go into work, call in sick, possibly get fired from their job that they make minimum salaries at. But then the slap in the face to the blue-collar worker, which most of these players are blue-collar family guys. But then they hit this white-collar lifestyle and become... They have amnesia. They get amnesia where they came from and who they they grew up with. It's funny. But... The frontline workers get sick. They got to go through hell to get a vaccination, a shot, medical attention. These guys get COVID. They get quarantined immediately, get served by the best doctors in the world, get the vaccine, get the shot. They're back and no problems whatsoever. And imagine a blue collar worker that gets COVID and then is out for multiple times. And then they say, oh, I'm sorry, you, you couldn't make it back. We had to let you go. And now they have to look for another blue-collar job. And uh, Kyrie Irving gets to call in sick and still make his salary. Life's not fair. Life is not fair. And entertainers, athletes, they do what they do because they can. And others like us cannot. So I want to make sure you're clear in there and, and, and so you know where I'm coming from not bitching about those things i'm just bitching about the luxury that you have and that you have earned you made it as a great athlete but don't take advantage of the system because you're just fucking the people paying your salary which is the fans now i think it's even increasingly bad this year because of covid and the fact that these fucking soft-minded weak-minded fucks know that there's no crowds and they don't need to show up and get worried about being bitched at because of the crowds and the season ticket holders cussing out management saying why KD's not playing today we didn't know why Kyrie not playing we didn't know we're fucking season ticket holders we've been to f- fucking 20 games and we've seen those three play twice I'd be pissed too and yet we're paying your salary motherfuckers That's the part about it that, to me, is the slap in the blue-collar man's face, woman's face, by the white-collar fucking criminal. And I'm not calling those guys criminals, per se. I'm just trying to separate the difference between the white-collar and the blue-collar. And it's been going on for a long, long time. How many brothers do you know could have got Bernie Madoff service in jail as he died? So Bernie Madoff died yesterday, and he is responsible for the largest Ponzi scheme of all time, right? Made billions. They're saying over $20 billion off investment fraud on people of blue-collar nature, and plus he hit up a bunch of white-collar people as as well, right? Because white-collar people are the ones that had the money. But he hit up a lot of blue-collar workers and businesses and crippled them. This motherfucker's eating lobster and fucking steak in jail. And we got dudes in there wrongfully accused. Drinking spoiled milk. And cranberry sauce turkey. 
shitty ass stuffing. And then white collar criminals just keep getting away with it and thinking it's fine and dandy. And nobody calls them out on it. And uh, it's, it's fucking unfortunate. But white and blue has been the problem. It's not fucking white and black. It's not red and blue. It's white and blue collar. And it's been that way for a long, long time. And I don't know what warrants a firing. I mean, I don't know what warrants fucking your money being snatched up. Like, when are they going to start finding these motherfuckers for missing games? Steve Nash has no credibility at all. He's allowing it and just keeps going. I don't know, man. It's crazy. Sunday Scaries is a new sponsor to Slapdick Podcast. And uh, I don't sleep well. But I'm really good at staying awake and starting staring at my ceiling. So I'm going to always look for new ways to get my shit together. My head hits the pillow and bam, my mind races. Especially during the times I've just went through. So what do I need to do? Yada, yada, yada. Relatable, right? I know you guys all face it. It fucking sucks. Fortunately, I found Sunday Scaries and realized they make products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like me. Sunday Scary CBD gummies help me decompress, clear my head, and fall asleep so I can actually wake up and fully function as a human being. There's no risk to buy. The company offers 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is a stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. I'll get you 25% off to prove it. Visit, visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code SLAPDICK for your discount. That's promo code SLAPDICK for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're fucking amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. Don't be discouraged. It's often the last key in the bunch that opens the lock. Just remember that shit, man. Let that sink in. You know, life's a trip. And you're going to trip and fall a lot of times, by the way. Life will trip you up. But stop staring in the fucking rearview mirror, man. You ain't going that way. None of us are going that way. Every time you look in the fucking rearview mirror, it deters what's ahead of you. It deters you from looking ahead. And that's just the realest shit I ever said, in my opinion. Not to boast on any of my quotes, but I always said, I want to stop looking in the rearview mirror because it deters away. It deters from what I'm looking at. It deters from um, where I'm going. It's going to distract you. It's going to, you know, regrets are things that we do or say that we regret something um, when we continue to do it over and over. And it's almost like insanity. You expect it to be different the next time. It's not. A lot of people need to own up to what they say they regret because that's really you. You are, you know, what you do, not what you say you do. And I say that all the time. All these cats apologizing and shit. If you see what I did when I fucking found out I had this ton of bricks falling on me when I'm at home in California after I buy a new home, and I find out on a Facebook message that I have charges against me. Mind you, I just left the city that in, in Kansas. I was in there. I was there the whole time selling my home, waiting for my home to sell. I was there, never approached, never talked to, never warned that I had something against me. 
and boom, I get to California and I get a mess. I get a phone. My phone's blowing up, and Facebook tells me that I have it. <laughs> That's how chicken shit this thing was, right? So. I come right out and I make a message on video on Instagram and say, listen, man, I'm innocent and I'll prove it and don't judge me hastily and don't judge me and you don't know and this is something I just found out about and if you go back and look at that video and that's exactly what I said and I stood by it and today I was vindicated. Liars apologize. You can call me all you want. You can call me this. You can call me that. You don't know me. The bottom line is, you never heard me apologize. People say it all the time to me. You never apologize. You don't, you don't fucking regret nothing. No. Because I am who I am, not who I say I am. See, people apologize when they lie, steal, and cheat. I didn't apologize. I'm not apologizing for helping 101 kids get Division I scholarships in three years. I'm not apologizing for making young men become grown men. I'm not apologizing for that. I'm not apologizing for having the highest GPA in JUCO football, the highest graduation rates, the highest post-JUCO graduation rates. That means the kids left my school, went to a four-year and graduated, not just played and left. They graduated. We'll, we'll fortunately have a few guys get drafted this year and next. And that's what makes me sleep at night. But I wasn't apologizing for those things. Oh, when you resign, you, your apology letter was horrible. It wasn't an apology letter. So that's why you thought it was horrible. But again, you judge me without knowing me and you just want to say something on Twitter. But that's just what it is, man. You know, courage don't always roar. Sometimes courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. That's just something I live by, man. You know, you don't always have to, the, the, you know, a lot of people think you just have to be this big bad dude walking around showing your ass. No. Sometimes courage is the little fucker inside that is just like the mouse and the hamster on the fucking turning the wheels. Just keep going, man. Persevere. The last key opens the lock, not the first key. And it always in perseverance isn't always people say it's like this long race. It's a marathon. You know, I always say life is a marathon, not a sprint. But perseverance is not a long race all the time. It's a it's many short races, one after the other. And you got to understand that you can't get discouraged after you lose one small little race or a sprint. Because at the end of the day. It's a bunch of short races, one after another, that creates this long marathon. But you're going to get slapped in the mouth and beat up on during a lot of those short races. So you got to have tough skin. You got to persevere. You got to have faith. 
Hey, man, I got a tattoo on my right calf. It says, I walk by faith, not by sight. I've had it my, for a long time. And I'm not a huge... I'm not a huge churchgoer. I'm not a huge uh, religious person. You know, I I told I tell you all the time, I believe the two most crooked people in the world are politicians and priests. I believe it. And uh, I don't give donations to PetSmart and Burlington Coat Factory and Walmart that say they're, you want to give a dollar to XYZ, you want to give a dollar to here? No, because I know where the money goes. I've actually had people show me that work in those places. Those people and places aren't even getting the money they, they say they're giving them. So, I trust two people in this world. Me and the other one ain't you. That's how sad it is, though. People do scams. Companies scam you. Because why? White collar crime. They can get away with it by using this and using that. But they're using blue collar folks. And until you blue collar folks wake the fuck up and understand it's a white and blue thing. It's not a black and white thing. We'll be better off. We can fight the good fight in the right way and not make it a racist deal or a fucking Republican Democratic deal. It's a white collar, blue collar deal. That's just being real. You can say what you want. I know you, a lot of you ain't put it that way in perspective or thought about it that way, but I truly believe white collar crime has separated this country over the last four or 500 years and nobody's ever talked about it. We place certain demographics in certain geographical areas. In real estate, moguls have been doing it for fucking hundreds of years. They place cats like me and people I grew up with in places that they are in. And it turns into what? Longevity. And it just sits there and people get accustomed to it. And they don't get out of it and they don't fight it because they don't know better. We know what we know and we don't know what we don't know. How you going to fucking know? How you going to fight something that you don't know nothing about? It's ingrained in us that way. And then Bernie Madoff can go steal all your fucking money, all your family's heirlooms, and make billions of dollars. And then, you know, fuck, how old was he? It's not like he did a lot of time in jail. I mean, he lived his life. He lived his life as a billionaire. had whatever he wanted. He's, he was fucking Eddie Murphy in, in, in the Coming to America, man. He owns a Munda. And unfortunately, how many of those are there? Out there. Thriving on the blue-collar person. That is actually the one out there doing the right thing, trying to earn a living the right way, and struggling because they want a family and support three or four kids and a wife or whatever it may be. Or the wife supporting the husband. However you want to take it nowadays, right? A lot of women breadwinners out there. Shout out. But at the same fucking time, we get these fucking white collar criminals out here who can get away with it because either the A, it's the color of their skin. B, I mean, let's just be real. You talk about this no white privilege shit. All these rednecks talk about no, there's no white privilege. 
We had two black kids get killed in the last two days. Now, did they fuck up? Yeah. One of them had a gun, threw it away. But he had empty hands when they told him to raise his hands. He raised his hands. He was empty-handed. They shot him to death. 13-year-old kid. Why does he have a gun? Who fucking knows? Because he's a product of his fucking environment where he probably has to carry a fucking gun to all you people out there that don't understand why he had a gun. Let me just shed that light on you. Because you have no fucking clue because you didn't grow up in it and you have no idea because they were placed in this fucking geographical area by white collar criminals. So. Then you see this fucking sergeant in the army. Trying to tell this young black kid he can't walk in his neighborhood like it's fucking Jim Crow South like we're in the fucking 30s and this young black kid can't walk around in South Carolina. Slaps his cell phone out of his hand. He represents the country. He is a representative of this country. So you know when he's in a fucking foxhole with a brother, he don't give a fuck if that dude gets shot and killed or not. That's the motherfucking separation that we have going on here. And if you're not part of the fucking solution, you're just adding on to the problem. That's unfortunate, and that's just the world we live in. And then we have the other kid who gets killed the other day in his car. And today, guess what happens? A white dude, 60 fucking one years old, smashes two cop cars. Cops surround the guy. He hits the gas. A A cop is on the car, on the truck door. This guy drives off with the cop on the door. And not one shot fired. Not one taser fired. No pepper spray. They just talk to him. Talk him down. Let's talk him down. Why is it? Why don't you see that lack of aggression when there's black folks involved or Hispanics or what have you? It just continues to show, though. It continues to be caught on camera. It's funny. It's ironic. It's coincidence. Is it coincidence that we just catch these things, only these things? I I mean, it happens a lot of times, man. I've seen it personally. I've seen it in person, okay? You got to do a lot to fool me. Like, if I I see if I never saw it in person, and then I just see a few videos. I'm like, I want to see. I want to make sure this isn't edited and, and made up. But I've seen it in person. Continue to see the same shit over and over. (sighs) But you say it don't exist. Bernie Madoff eats lobster and steak in jail. But it don't exist. What is it then? Give me your fucking rationale. All you people out there that say it don't exist. I don't know, man. White collar crime, though, it's a real deal. And it's, I think it's what separated this whole fucked up country. Um, not fucked up country. I, I love the United States. And I think it, 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 we've digressed, um, to say the least. But I'm proud to be an American, man. Uh, don't get it twisted. I'm proud to live here. Um, but I'm not proud to be in America right now. That makes sense. I'm here. I love it. All that shit. Like I say, but 
I don't know, man. Like, we've digressed a little bit, and uh, you think we should be progressing in 2021. Now, I'm not talking about this progressive bullshit, like all this other shit about everything else. No. I'm just talking about how is racism even getting worse, which, which means it's been here. Obviously, it's not gotten better. It's just now showing its ass more because of cell phone cameras and social media. But I don't know. I'm telling you, my my rationale is white collar crime. But who knows? It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KANONCAST15. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T, the number 15, at Canon.com. You receive 15% off your first pair. That's Canon Cast 15. Canon, clearly better. Go check them out. Sunglasses are pretty hard. Um, perseverance, man. Don't be discouraged. It's often the last key in the bunch that opens a lock. Bernie Madoff eating lobster. Fuck, I haven't had lobster in shit a long time. I can go buy lobster tonight if I want to, but, you know. I don't feel I deserve a lobster. That's just how I am. I got to deserve a lobster. Now, today I was vindicated. I feel, you know, I don't, not overly, you know, my stepdad just passed. My mom's struggling. So it's bittersweet, you know. It's fucked up. My dad died April 18th, 2005. So my mom had to help me with my dad at the time. She was still married to my stepdad, but. And she has to bury my stepdad around three days a difference. April's a bad fucking month um, for my family. But that's really all my family, though. You know what I'm saying? I had my dad, my mom, and my mom's husband and stepdad. So really, that's really it. I got a cousin, great chiropractor. You know, really, that's my family in a nutshell. Not Not a lot of brothers, sisters. I got a brother in the Air Force. Don't talk to him. Uh, my other brother died, so real small knit family, not big, you know, I never had the big Christmases or, or Thanksgivings, um, used to, my grandma and grandpa was around, we'd go to Compton to the house and, uh, have Christmas there, I was young, young though, but, I don't know, bittersweet. See, to me, it's like it's like a win and a loss when you play football or play sports or if you're a coach. We won a game. I expected to win the game. And the game was short-lived. The win was short-lived. And it's a 24-hour rule, and you get over it, and you prep the next game. And... We won it all in 2017 on Netflix and all that. And, and, you know, I enjoyed that night, man. I had family and friends there flew in to watch us beat NEO for Independence's first bowl victory in the history of the school. First one and last one since. And, you know, I was over with it. I was already working on next year. 
What kids do I need to get? What do I need to change? How do I improve even a better seat? Make it even better. And that's what that place was on. And now they're reaping the benefits, in my opinion, on facilities that I created and got built. Um, policies that I had implemented in the classroom, study halls, scholarships. Getting them out of the red into the black financially. So many things. Turf fields, weight rooms, you name it. Right? Go on and on. But I don't give a fuck. It was expected while I was on that job. Because that's what I expected of myself. I expected to win this fucking thing. Because I am mentally fucking weak. And I got some fucking tough ass fucking skin. That you can drag fucking nails across. And I'm still going to be here tomorrow motherfuckers. And I wasn't going to accept no for an answer. I expected to win this fucking bullshit case. Because I know what I fucking didn't do. I know what I am. And what I stand for. And that's the bottom line. It's not to boast. Not to talk shit. I ain't going out there and attacking nobody. Talking no shit. You know what it is? It is what it is. Can I say I got fucked? Yeah. Can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this? I lost money and lost possibilities of getting income and jobs and all this. Yeah. I'm not. I got to grow up too at some point. Take the higher road. But I've seen people in this situation that are totally innocent. Like I was get fucked. And they end up. Going to jail for years or doing certain things, certain situations. And it's so fucked up and you can't do nothing about it. And it's, you feel helpless. And I'm just fortunate enough to get out of this thing and be able to wake up tomorrow knowing that shit, I'm, I'm hireable again. Now I might not be hireable because people still have a perception of how I was on Netflix so I got to rebrand myself and do things like that. If I choose to want to coach, right? If I want to do it. I'm not, today it didn't just pop up and I'm not jumping around for joy saying I'm applying for this job and that job and this job. I'm not. I'm still chilling and figuring out what I'm doing. I got a whiskey line, slapdick whiskey, cigar. I mean, I got a lot of shit going. So, you know, I got the, the bullies now doing well. Stogie's first litter, selling like hotcakes. Slapdickbullies.com. Go check it out. I got four dogs left. Some beauty fucking full dogs, by the way. A lot going on, man. And uh, I'm just going to continue to grow the brand and see what happens. Slapdick's been trademarked. It's fucking mine. Um, just so you know. And, you know, we'll see what happens. If I have to rebrand the whiskey name one day to get it growing bigger, then I will. But right now, it's doing well online. We're trying to be in stores here at the end of the month in the Midwest and uh, be a great celebratory thing, right? But I expected to win, just like I did on the field, just like I did my, for my kids off the field. Expect it. Preach it. Teach it. 
and you'll be shocked at the outcome. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys joining in and listening, and I appreciate all the fans and the support um, on my Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I appreciate all the, the love, man, I really do, for all the people who have been there through the thick and the thin. And uh, like I said, man, uh, when we get tested and get knocked to our knees is one's test and true perseverance shows. Um, they always said, man, great works are performed not by strength, but by perseverance. Perseverance, you know, perseverance, man, it's just a, uh, it's just a thing you got to have. And I wish we taught our youngsters that more about it. Um, I know if I get another job and I end up doing that and that's what I'm chosen to do and put on this earth to do it and so be it, I'll definitely be teaching my kids perseverance, right? Don't be discouraged. It's often the last key in the bunch that opens the lock. The real coach JB, man, slapdick brand, strong as ever. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.